them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh, uh, where we come together, talk about some games, talk about some topics we want to talk about. Last time we was talking about Will Smith being uh, slapping the world, but now we're going to be talking about some actual games, um, some TV shows, maybe sprinkle a little something, something in there every now and again. That's different, but Mostly, this is a gaming podcast. Uh, but as usual, before we get started, Jalen, Josh, myself, uh, tell the people how you've been for the last two weeks. Nah, go ahead, Josh. Uh, go ahead, Josh. Why are you always doing <laughs> to me? He always, he always, he, he, yeah, he always evading it. He evading the questions. I'm sick of this. I tell you the same thing every week. Go ahead. Past two, way past two, way past um, two. Yeah, what's, what even been up with me? I just, um, work in school, of course, is uh, getting to the end of the semester, working on a lot of projects. But, um, yeah, I feel like it's been in a, holding pattern for the last two weeks just getting up go to work come home do homework uh did actually play a variety of games in the last week um i guess we'll get into it but yeah otherwise you know school's almost done summertime uh j-boy about to walk summer uh, summer summer time Head to the man. Windy City. Windy City, man. Oh boy, he he been talking about that day since it came. Now, now it's here, and he don't want to talk. He wanted, he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to diverge the conversation. Just mm-hmm. Tell us how you been, man. Time is here. Oh, I mean, go ahead, Deontay. Oh, you thought I was gonna go? Go ahead. <laughs> oh my God! You see this? See how? Well. Me, myself, and I, I've been um, just chilling. Had some family up this weekend, so that was pretty cool. Uh, just got to hang out with uh, the family, the twins. First time. Nope. It's, no, nobody was nobody's first time seeing the kids, actually. Uh, so my, my mom my sister came up. But, yeah, it was just fun. You know, they cooked dinner, had me some banana pudding, peach cobbler, had some good old um, food from from the moms, and enjoyed the weekend. You know, now I gotta get back to it. Just uh, yeah, but play some games, enjoyed the weekend, had some fun. That's all. That's all. That's all you can ask for, right? Look at him, Jalen. <laughs> Jalen. Uh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. My, how I've been. I mean, I've been straight, man. I gave y'all that whole ordeal about Shorty that I was working with. Um but I mean, now that I ain't gotta see her no more. We're back. Um everything cool. So I'm finna graduate. I'm excited. I'm gonna have all my boys up here. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> say, go in there, shake hands, say black excellence, and keep it pushing. Go back home. Uh, 
but no, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, man. I just been uh, tired these last few weeks and just, I ain't saying neglecting responsibilities and stuff like that, but just kind of pushing things that I don't need to really handle like urgently to the side and stuff like that. And just trying to figure out, you know, what's next, those sorts of things. But other than that, man, you know, I'm blessed. Uh, I made it this far. Um, and I'm finna, you know, celebrate black excellence. So, um, I'm, I'm a lady. I know I sound a lady, but I'm like sleepy right now. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I'm finna go out with a bang. <laughs> That's a god. That's a god of energy I have. Now I gotta go. He said, sleep. Yeah. He said nah, I gotta die. He said, I'm pretty sure y'all finna scream, nah. Man, don't, uh, uh, I remember when I used to do like um, calls to like you know sales calls and stuff. Like you had to be ecstatic. You had to like you know the fluctuation, the fluctuations in your tone and your hair, that stuff. That stuff was like, oh my god, it was miserable for me because I'm naturally monotone. So you actually literally having to change your, you know, the way you talk and present something because they, they feel that. You say you about to feel this. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> I gotta yell at them. I'm like, man, I don't want to do this. This is silly. But yeah, that's what you gotta you gotta fake it till you make it. Make people feel like you're actually excited to do what you what you're doing i know you're excited you're probably just tired but yeah i mean i got these exams and stuff tomorrow and tuesday and wednesday and i gotta like study and stuff like that i'm just kind of then i've been trying to figure out what i'm finna wear to graduation stuff that's been bugging me and stuff like that so. yeah man um it, it all work out it'll all work out i'm already trying to figure out what i'm gonna wear down there, cause I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta go see uh, Terrence and chill with him, and I think we was gonna go get dinner or something. And then I come down here to you. I was figuring like, should I wear something formal? Should I not wear something formal? I don't know. Still haven't figured it out yet. Might wanna, might, might, might text you later about it. But, yep. Uh, let's go ahead and just hop into the games. Appreciate you guys giving them the insight that they always looking forward to. Uh, but let's start talking about some games. I think the first thing I want to talk about, because it's been like super, super. Um, I just been covering a lot, really, on the YouTube channel, uh, talking about it, playing with it. I'm talking about that uh, sweet, sweet, sweet Steam Deck. This is a new PC from <laughs> Valve. They just packaged it with uh, controllers and a gamepad, and they kind of had this whole layout. They just basically packaged a PC into a handheld format uh, because that's what it is. Steam OS is pretty cool. I like it, um, and it's very functional and like robust, robust in ways, and then clunky in others. But I feel like it's very. Um, upgradable and is very unique in that way where you can kind of tinker with it and make it what you want it to make it so i really like the uh steam os on this steam deck and i kind of we want to just talk through what we like and what we've been experiencing uh for the last few days and um yeah so i guess i myself have one josh also has one uh jalen does not he, we've been talking about it a lot, but um, 
it's more of that form factor because we're going to probably talk about it in what two ways talk about it from experience somebody that actually know about the product and then we're going to talk to Jalen about what the product actually is and why why it's pretty cool i suppose and then what's some downfalls to it because i need to be um what's that objective to it as well so not objective but is it objective what's the word whatever doesn't matter gotta get the cons so uh first thing i guess i'll start with one pro and then i'll just shoot it to josh and then kind of go back and forth like that so so one thing i really enjoy about this stupid thing and it's not stupid but it's really interesting but the the one thing that i really enjoy is just the layout of the buttons right now like i don't know why it just feels better to play with than the switch I think it's more so because of how um, I didn't think I like the layout as much as I do. The layout feels very, it just feels very good in the hands. It doesn't feel clunky. I feel like I can reach everything pretty easily. And when things get hectic, I can still, you know, manage things. And then they give you so many different options with the key, with the actual um, touchpad layout for mouse and keyboard, like entry. I just think this like layout man is really really cool they give you the grip buttons on the back so you got even more functionality in the portable mode uh, because you can dock this thing or desktop mode it and play like that but truly the experience to be had is in handheld mode and they kind of really put their eggs in that basket I mean obviously it is a full-fledged PC but you know running this games at 800p 1080p I mean all right, it's okay, but 800p is truly where it, where it shines, and this on this screen is the um, cool, cool functionality. So I'm gonna start off with just saying that layout. It's really cool. What you got for me, Josh? Something that you either didn't like or do like about the Valve Steam Deck? Yeah, so I'll I'll start with the the layout, like you mentioned, and like I guess go on to my own personal thing. The layout, I thought I would dislike it, um, but I feel like it works, and the reason why it works is because it's is like a multifunction device, whereas like the Switch and stuff like that, obviously you play games on it, um, but you don't do anything else, like browse the internet, download files, and like transfer and stuff, and stuff like that. So having like the two trackpads here, um, plus all the like customization options that you have in the menu to be able to change it, uh makes it a really just cool device to use um because like uh what happened when it, when i first got it it was set up like default and everything and so i switched over to the desktop mode and i'm there trying to you know organize my files trying to download stuff install different programs and it was like all right this is kind of clunky i have to use like the touch screen and stuff but i went in to the steam controls and just like customized it it was super easy and now I have like a scroll wheel, kind of like the um, the old iPod touch. We do it in a circle on one touchpad. And now the other one is directional. So I want to scroll up or down. And you can do that with like any button. And just so anything you don't like about the device is just like easily remedied because you just have 100% control over it. Um, otherwise, I think that the buttons themselves are okay. Like, I haven't had any issues with them, but I feel like they, I don't know how long they're going to last, or I'm going to have to, like, buy new buttons or things like that. Um, it feels like 
better than I thought like the Wii U gamepad did, but not as good as like a, a like a Xbox controller or something. <laughs> um, yeah, otherwise, I, honestly, it's just going to be like the ease of use. That's the biggest thing. Like, obviously, you can like do super complex stuff on it and it can become more difficult. But to be dealing with Linux, especially for like the first time for a lot of people, uh, Valve made it super easy. And then, of course, the Linux community makes it super easy to just do anything. Yep, agreed. Um, I think that's another one of those pros where the community there it's in itself has just had so much time and, you know, ability to kind of create stuff on their own that now just running on this Linux box, it's just kind of like they're making it super easy. They're they're programming things to make it very robust, easy to kind of understand and, you know, easy for a quote unquote, you know, Windows user to get used to. Um, there's, there's times where you like, I don't want to deal with the terminal, but then there's options for you not to have to deal with it at all. You can actually run these, those, um, different types of files that allow you to just kind of execute on that versus actually having to deal with terminal. There's uh, some times where you do have to go into the terminal and actually, uh, tinker or the council per se and tinker. But most of the time you can get a lot of stuff done with just GUIs and, that's one of the biggest hurdles for a lot of people with Linux is that they don't have a lot of GUIs for a lot of their applications. Sometimes you have to actually implement code in order for stuff to work properly. And um, that's a little bit nerve wracking or scary for people. But, you know, the community behind this thing, um, behind SteamOS, Valve themselves, they're trying to make it very simple and, and simplify this for everyone. So. Um, having their own directory where you can go and download applications and not having to actually install it through the through that console or through the terminal is really really cool and that kind of you know like i said piggybacks off what you were saying the community the valve and how they're really implementing everything on this system so another thing that i want to mention as well for this device is simply how freaking fast I did not expect the SD card to be a value, like an actual uh, viable option to expand storage. I didn't think the SD card would actually work as well as it does to load games as quickly as it does and and not be a hindrance to you in regards to like, oh, I need an SSD upgrade. You do truly do not need to upgrade your SSD. You don't need to bust this thing open and really go tinker inside. You don't need to do it, honestly. You can truly just deal with SD card and like run your games that way. And if you really wanted to, obviously you can still expand it. You can tinker with, with it that much and open it up, but truly it's not, um, it ain't never been that steep and you ain't got to do it. But if that's something you want to, and you want to use that's handheld device for all your games, I just feel like it's a, um, a waste because it's a handheld device. It's meant to take the games that you're currently playing on your Steam Deck, on your on your Steam devices or your PC on the go. You shouldn't be playing 60 games on, <laughs> you know, it's, it just like makes no sense to have to have it, you know, expand it to like large quantities of space because you shouldn't even have that many games on the on your device in itself obviously it's customizable and obviously i'm not telling you to not do something if you want to do it you can do it 
but I think that's not the purpose of the Steam Deck. It's not to have your entire library on the go. It's meant to have a certain, you know, curated amount of games that you actually want to play and during that time frame. And then maybe if you want to just back it all up and swap out games from um, from time to time, you can do so. So having a sweet spot of maybe a two terabytes SD card would probably do the trick versus having to have like six terabytes of memory. It's just, it just, and then it, it kind of defeats the purpose. It's like, are you truly going to play everything you have downloaded? But I mean, if you want to just have it there to be accessible, fine. I just don't, I, sometimes I, I feel like it's a, there's a middle, middle ground of, you know, accessing your game library and just being um, overly, I don't know. It's like, it's like, you're gorging at that point. You're gorging on the type on your library when you're honestly, truly probably not going to play everything that you have downloaded on set council. Two terabytes seems like a good sweet spot for me. And that's what I'm going to aim for. Um, so I'm either going to wait for an SD card implementation where they have two terabytes um, or I'm going to um, at some point open it up. Like I said, because they give you the options. It's never much. It's never much to do either, um, but the SD card ha has shown me that it is very much a viable option, and you don't need to necessarily upgrade that S SSD. So yeah, SD card, pretty great. All right, um, what you got for me, Josh? Pro or con? Uh, another pro. Um, I guess the, I don't know how to, um, it's, I guess it's kind of related to the community or compatibility, but just Steam OS, um, in general, but like a couple of features that they implemented. Mm -hmm. So number one, I'll say is like the, um, I think it's called Proton compatibility. Oh, yeah, Basically, yeah. from what I understand, it's just like a... Um, it's just made to run Windows or non-Linux native programs uh, through, yeah, through Proton, so it functions correctly. Um, and like I didn't know what it it was, but I feel like that is like ninety percent of the value—not the value, but ninety percent of what um, the system is doing well is through that, because yeah. that just makes all the all these. Um, games and things like that that you have uh that are windows native obviously gaming is like pr primarily on windows or console uh but brings it to linux and it functions just like almost perfectly i personally haven't had any issues with like compatibility but mm. it's like that is probably like the biggest thing that makes it um stand out versus any other device that could do this because like obviously they're like android um systems and things like that that have been around for a long time and you can like put your PC games on there. But for the price, you're getting like such good software and it, it makes it just like almost perfect. Yeah. Um, agreed that, that the software is really selling the console. It's like, um, again, the, the company, the company valve in itself, I always felt like they had just like this mission to kind of bring, gaming to the masses in a way where it's unique and um they don't really care about the profit of it obviously they want to obviously at some point they want to make this a profitable machine maybe the next iterations down the line 
But right now, I'm pretty sure, no, that's a guarantee that they're losing money every time they sell one of these because companies that's in this space right now are selling those for a thousand above, you know, and they're starting at three ninety nine, um, which is amazing because these are this Steam Deck is outperforming all of those as at this moment, um, outside of a few handfuls and um, actually one really that just came out and it's. It's not that it's not outperforming it. It's like outperforming it in some degrees and then outside and other things it's not. So it's still competing with it. Um, and it's almost, you know, it's like a third of the price. So that just makes it, you know, that kind of puts it in perspective of what they're really trying to do here. You're trying to get this to, 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 to catch on, to get the community behind it and really truly showcase their, their ingenuity because, at the end of the day, they have like gyroscope stuff. They have like all these different things that really just make it such a elevated machine. Um, and like the touch sensitive pad or the analog stick. So they know that you're kind of initializing the gyroscope and your hands on the. It's just so many little things and tweaks that they kind of do. And even through Proton and running it in a Windows compatible funnel mode it's still outperforming even the windows native machines out there that's running the app natively that's that's just you know a testament to their skill and their ability to really fine-tune their device so it's just really cool man i think um we can get into a little bit of cons but another thing that i want to mention as well um as something that really just um, kind of kind of kind of stood out to me and I thought it was going to be terrible because that's what I heard a lot I did not expect the sound to be as good as it is obviously it's not the best sound I ever heard in my life but it's doable it's plausible I, I like I'm playing Apex Legends and you normally I just try to have to throw on like a headset because I need to want to I want to hear what's happening around me I feel like these two speakers um, front facing speakers do a good job of creating that that um I guess that's that stereo sound and being able to hear stuff around you. I don't know what was your what was your thoughts on the um, sound, Josh, and the steer like the actual speakers there. Uh, yeah, I think they're they're good enough. Um, yeah, I don't think they like, like the best, you, but yeah, yeah, because like uh, it's um, well, it is a big device, but I feel like it has a lot of stuff in it, so it doesn't have a lot of space for like really big strong speakers mm -hmm. and stuff and of course like the price and everything um it's good enough for me leaving it at like 50 percent or you know the default sound it was a little too low so i have to crank it up but obviously you don't always want to crank it up to the max um mm -hmm. but it works pretty good however it don't matter because you can just pop in what? your bluetooth <laughs> headphones or whatever <laughs> unlike, yeah. unlike the switch for like five years <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, and those work, and it even has like the the normal headphone jack um, for like your wired headset and stuff. So it's yeah. even if the sound is not the best, they give you options so that it's not even an issue anymore. Yeah, I feel like there's so many like non issues just because of how open this device is. You know what I'm saying? It's like you create the the type of device you want it to be from different types of software, unique things like. Even the small things like, okay, I can't run Epic or GOG launcher. I now have 
you know, the Linux community has created something to um, allow me to kind of run those games through um, Steam OS and kind of launch them through Steam OS. So I don't really have to worry about not being able to open up my Epic Game Store in GOG. And I'm soon enough, I'm pretty sure all the rest of them will come over as well. So it's just really cool to see that they, um, the community behind it. And it's not been that long, you know. And there's already a lot of different things that have already been unlocked. Like the um, um, another thing I want to kind of get into that's a pro is just the, the the vast amount of updates that they're constantly pushing out. Um, more, more recently was probably one of the biggest ones they pushed out in a long time, and that was the 40 hertz um, refresh rate for the actual monitor. So setting your refresh rate of the monitor, it's or uh, the screen itself. Um, to 40 hertz, which allows you to one save on battery um, for you know performance, as well as if your games are not hitting that solid 60, you can run it at 40 and it still feels very much more smooth than um, 30 FPS. So it just unlocked this new potential for you know games that weren't really necessarily hitting at all, and you had to like do do some compromises to the settings to get it there. You no longer have to do any of that. It's really kind of giving you that extra space or um, flexibility to kind of run those even more intense games. I haven't run across a game that I haven't been able to get to 40 um, at all. So there's been um, quite a few games I've tried on it. So, yeah, I haven't had any of those types of issues yet. I'm pretty sure there's going to be something in the future. But right now... Um, this thing is really, really powerful for the amount of money that you're paying. And it, all we're trying to do now is, you know, fine tune, get it to the point where you get as much as your, your best battery life, as well as your performance. Um, and that 40 hertz is right there in the middle. If, if you guys aren't aware what, what, you know, your refresh rates mean and what they kind of do for you, it's basically how smooth a, a, a game or image just look and how many you know, actual images it has per second on the on actual screen. So it's kind of like this. It's kind of like a, you know, it's just basically a, it's this, it's the smoothness of the game. It's, it's truly embodies that entire thing. So if you ever felt like, oh, I feel like this game is a little bit, a little bit slow or movement or speed is a little bit off. You're probably playing on 30 hertz and not 60. It's probably something of that nature because 60 hertz is the standard for most fighting, shooting, um, all types of games. Um, most of the time, that is what allows you to kind of have that response time to quickly, you know, uh, shoot some enemy down or maybe hit, pull off that combo. It's all about frame rates, and that is what that refresh rate and all that stuff kind of um embodies a um, little bit different refresh rate is for the screen frame rate is for the game itself but once you lock those together you're going to have a much smoother experience because that 40 hertz screen is not refreshing at the same pace as your game allowing it to feel a lot more smoother so another cool thing um have you tried out the 40 hertz mode josh or did you go into the beta at all or no uh no i haven't uh, tried it yet, but I've been reading a lot about it because it seems to fix a lot of. Well, uh, I guess before the the system came out, a lot of people were saying that it's like okay, um, mm -hmm. and it it probably was like you know beta uh, testing and stuff like that. But 
like you said, the updates have come out very quickly and it seems to be improving very fast. Yeah. Um, but the main thing mm -hmm. is that there are a lot of games that no matter what aren't going to be able to reach 60. They're going to float between 30 and 50. Yeah. And the 40 hertz mode is something that people were like hoping for because um, 40 hertz, I guess, is not uh, is better than 30. Not as good yeah. as 60, but it's better than like an unstable frame rate. Uh, yes. So being able to lock it to there, put that there. And with a lot of games not be able to reach 60, like, I don't know, like, I guess maybe you can do Elden Ring, but like Elden Ring, for example, or like bigger yeah. games, uh, lock it to 40, then you can have a pretty much stable uh, experience, and mm -hmm. that's better than 30 FPS. I did that um, with Sekiro, yep. So Sekiro yeah. is another one of those games where it's floating between 40, uh, it was between 50 and 60 for me. Knocking it yeah. down to 40 saved me on battery, but it also provides that smoothness that I was looking for. Much better than 30 frames per second. Um, so it's truly a game changer when it comes to just performance and get what you're getting out the system in itself. Um, even with emulation, you can do it for emulation and things like that. So um, it's really cool to see how, you know, universal everything about this thing is. So I really just like how adaptive it is obviously this is basically pc gaming to me in a much more um well packaged format because this you can do this all this stuff before it's not like you couldn't i just did not want to do it in a way that may, didn't make it feel like there was a, a unity behind it you know what i'm saying like everybody has a steam deck everybody has the same the same setup the same system and the same graphics card, the same CPU, GPUs, you know, all that good jazz. So when I actually put time into it, I feel like I'm not only putting time in it for myself, but I'm putting in time for it for other people. And I don't feel like I'm just, it's like a, it's not like a, um, you can catch a few people here. I can catch everybody with all the tips I'm doing because simply put, everybody has the same system. So this that's why i really enjoy the steam deck it normalizes pc gaming for me um and it normalizes and um kind of un unifies everyone and what what can be done on it and it truly is um a tinkerer's machine but at some point this thing is going to become so polished that anybody can mess with it anybody can do it. and um that's the goal and i can already see it's only been them um, two months, and I can already see the, vet, the the drastic difference in applications and how you run stuff and what you're doing and how stuff is set up and you know the uniformity of it all and the, the how the presentation, you know everything is just starting to get better and better and better and better, and um, I think that's really really cool. So definitely want to be a part of that community and just kind of providing people those tips and tricks and what to do and what to look for so um you definitely go find that stuff on my youtube channel but yeah uh i guess we could kind of go into some cons um but they're really nitpicky for me honestly but because i really don't have many but i can try to give some um my there is a big problem going around right now, and I think I might have it. I hope not. 
I haven't felt like the B button stick. But basically there's this um, defect in the casing of the system that's causing the B button to stick. Um, that is a problem. So, I mean, obviously it probably could be fixed with a, you know, sending it back to Steam. But that is a problem that's, that's unfortunate. Basically people's B buttons are getting stuck because of like a, like a, like a molding issue on the case itself. Maybe it was, it's not, it's not like it's, it's not strapping like as it should be. So it's causing that B button to stick. And I feel like on my, on my right hand side, it's a little bit looser than my left. So I'm assuming I might have this issue come up um, as I continue to play. So, but right now, I don't think I have it. I haven't had it get stuck yet, but it could be a possibility that that happens in the near future. Um, so that is one of my cons, and I can kind of go into my next one. Um, have you had any issues with your B or had anything that you kind of seen pop up that was like real unique? Um, nothing with like the, the buttons, but like I've seen enough people like talking about it. Um, so it's it's on my mind. And already, like I said, I feel like the button quality, like they don't they don't feel bad, but obviously they're lower quality than like other buttons on other mm -hmm. systems. Um, the, what my I guess I don't have any real issues. Everything I have is like mostly software related, and that's okay. partly stuff that can't act that can be fixed and can't be fixed. So one, um, in desktop mode, there are a lot of uh, sometimes there. Are bugs or glitches and things that pop up like i'm trying to launch a program and it won't launch or stuff like that and i gotta restart the system or i'm typing in the keyboard and the keyboard keeps popping up and down um the virtual keyboard i switched to my own like bluetooth keyboard eventually but sometimes it still pops up even though i don't want to use it um right. but those are things i feel like can be remedied by like either valve themselves or like people will you know come out with like a little update uh to to fix those software issues the thing that um happened to me today that partly scared me was like i was uh i was on the gaming mode and i was about to play a game and it said uh install it was like i already got the game installed and so i checked my uh memory or whatever and it couldn't find my sd card and i was like okay so i restarted um and still the same thing couldn't find my sd card so i just end up turning it off well i didn't ha actually turn it off i just took out the sd card put it back in it loaded for a second and then it, it popped up um and i noticed that happening because my sd card is almost full because uh, the day before that it was what i was doing is like i was trying to uh i was in desktop mode trying to move stuff around and it was taking forever to load the sd card so I think oh. that storage, especially when you're doing a lot of tinkering and things like that, um, could be like a, a limiting factor. So, um, you know, back up your stuff and everything. Hopefully that's something that Valve can like implement some sort of like better safety features. Because I feel like if you put in like a full SD card right now, this the machine probably would like crash. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's very, very much true. So... What I end up doing was, um, uh, I have it. I had to do a recovery mode. So I, I put out a new video today about tips and stuff like that of getting started with the Steam Deck. But basically, what happened was, was I to elaborate on what I was talking about in the video. I ended up um, 
putting a game on my system and what happened was the i guess the game pretty much took it to max or it took it really really close or if not it must have been like an update that kind of finished it off and kind of pushed it all the way to the max so as i went into desktop mode for the first time it has to install a few things in order for it to do that and kind of create that desktop mode for you um it didn't have the space to do that so uh essentially it it, it got put into a into a, a indefinite loop where it just kept constantly going back and back to the same thing where it said can't install error uh please find out and then basically the only thing that could do to fix it was to recover my uh steam os so i had to create a recovery drive and that was one of the tips i was talking about in the video just create one immediately because you never know what's going to happen um and an, another tip was to back up your sd card um completely because you never know what's going to happen with that so uh both of those things were things that i was like these are two things that i've recommended these are safety precautions just so you can have in case something ever goes wrong um Obviously, the SD card isn't meant to be backed up because that's what the SD card is there for. But sometimes you may want to just try to, you know, put that stuff on another hard drive somewhere. So in case it had anything occurs, you can, you don't have to re-download everything. You don't have to, like, create your emulation files and folders and stuff like that and go through all that work again just to kind of set it up the way you had it. Or you can just do a backup file and that works. So you're absolutely right storage and creating those things is important and having a lot of enough space for updates to download and, and really fill up the thing is important as well so i usually kind of i don't want to give i usually try to give them like 40 gigs on each part um i can't do so on my um, internal because i only have the 64 gig uh so i don't put anything on there outside of the os um, and everything else just goes on my um, sd card so um, those would be like the recommendations just kind of create your recovery drive um, you can just get like a 16 gigabyte thumb drive and just create one for yourself because at some time at some point you might need to use it this again is I, I put it in beta mode but I did that after I took those precautions because I knew okay there's more it's now more prone to maybe some glitches It's more prone to causing an error you don't want to update in desktop mode but sometimes steam just automatically starts updating on itself in desktop mode and you're like hey stop i gotta get back to the regular mode before you do your update so i gotta hit cancel like stuff like that you you have to know and think about and um that is what causes the machine to kind of go from everyone to the people that's really going to be paying attention to those small details because once once that stuff starts occurring it's going to make you better it's going to make you it's going to make it easier for you to kind of understand their terminal and, and how linux works but it's going to be a headache sometimes you're going to be like i don't really want to feel like doing this but trust me once you get it set up the way you want and how it and how everything runs on here it's just a really cool device and i think it's well worth the time and effort you have to put in but I totally agree with you, Josh, about the, <laughs> the, the storage stuff. It, it, it happens. It happens. Yeah. So um, I'm assuming it's something about how it reads that SD card that causes that issue. But um, whatever the case may be, it sucked. But um, it, it was pretty fixable. I didn't set up much before it happened. So um, 
it wasn't like a big deal. But if it was to happen now, I'd be really annoyed. But like I said, having those um, precautionary steps in place will allow you less headache down the road. So I recommend doing so as well. Josh, just getting you a, something to back up your SD card and something to put a put a recovery drive on, some thumb drive or whatever, kind of going from there just so you can have those two tools, especially if you put it into that beta mode to get the 40 hertz. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are really all the cons I had. I don't want to spend too much time on the Steam Deck, but we already have. So um, any last things you want to say about the Steam Deck outside of what we already mentioned, Josh? Obviously, uh, it's really cool for emulation and all that good jazz, but people know that already. It's a PC. Yeah, I say that um, the biggest impression is I, I I love it. It's been having a lot of fun, and uh, Nintendo dropped the ball. So, <laughs> hey man, they dropped the ball big time. G, I was like, um, at this point, I'm just like, y'all really are. I don't know what the problem is over there. All, all I know is they need to figure out how to make their system more appealing. Um, but until that day comes, uh, we're going to, we're going to be on the steam deck for a while, but, um, but yeah, uh, any thoughts on the steam deck, Jalen, anything you want to care to mention before we move on to the apex legends update? Uh, no, nah, not, not for real. Uh, I don't really know much about it besides like there's a PC and stuff like that, but. I remember seeing something about the emulation and then talk to y'all a little bit about it. And I mean, to me, that would be like the biggest selling point for me, at least. Um, put that put that PSP down. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> put that PSP down. Years, oh, man. After all these yeah. years, man. So. That PSV, that mug still, uh, I still use it sometimes, a lot of times. Uh, I mean, you got the yeah. same back now. You don't need it no more, right? Nah, I don't need it no more. Nah, to be honest. Steam Deck. Steam Deck, Steam Deck, Steam Deck. But, um, but okay. Well, let's move on to Apex Legends. Um, here, the update for the Savior. Uh, finally got a black guy. Nah, not a finally, <laughs> but we got an actual... We got Bangalore's brother. <laughs> we got Mary J. Blige's brother coming to the game, Jalen. How you feeling, man? How you feel about that, man? I ain't even know it's it's a new character already. Oh my goodness, I knew it ain't no nothing. Yeah, man, it's a new character. It's, um, his name is Savior. Uh, no, his name is um Newcastle. Is Newcastle, or Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. His name is Newcastle. Oh, well, I think I did heard that. Never mind. Yeah, uh, black guy coming. Uh, what we thinking? What we thinking? His his abilities are uh. He got like black uh, excellent. <laughs> he got black yeah, excellence. He like, <laughs> he pull, he, he, pull, yo, he pull out black excellence and then leave. Uh but nah, he, he has like a large shield that kind of brings out cover for like a certain particular part of the area. He also can revive people and move. So he can like start reviving you and move you behind cover or whatever. So um so he can move you basically while you're being recovered. Uh, and then, um, and then has, I think his passive is like, I, they haven't really shown it, but 
I'm assuming it's just some blocking of shield where um, I'm a, not his passive. I'm sorry. His tactical is a shield that you put out and it kind of follows you as you shoot through it. So it's like one of those wall shields. You ever seen those in um, Titanfall, Josh, those big old like see through wall shields that kind of yeah. when you place it down, it don't move. But this one is supposed to move as you shooting. So if you turn to the right, it's supposed to move there so it can cover you. Turn to the left, it's supposed to move there so it can cover you and you can shoot through it. Um, and then his his actual ultimate is the big shield where it comes down and it's like a three pillars. And between those three pillars, is like three small planks or three smaller uh pillars that kind of have it kind of forms like a castle looking shield for the team so that everybody can stand behind and shoot through and um get cover and then his um passive i'm assuming is the revive shield and move them um while you can move them revive them while moving and i think that's it but i think he has something else too i don't think that's i think he i think his I think his tactical has like two modes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I don't know if you can toggle it where it's like, like you know, it's kind of just for him, like like um, Gibraltar, and then it's the one for the big team, like you know the other one. So we'll see. But um, yeah, man, that's Bangalore's Bangalore's uh, brother. Okay. Did you see um, Jalen? Did you see the? Uh, the Outlands, like the actual um, story thing for him. Uh, no, nah, I, was, I was just looking it up right now. Seeing you like in Bangalore, I was like despicable. <laughs> but, I was like, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> uh, what about you, Josh? Did you see any um, of his like story from the Outlands or whatever? I saw the first one. I haven't seen any of the more recent trailers other than the uh-huh. um, the actual announcement trailer. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, but like even when we saw that first video, uh, like I said, why didn't they put him in the game? He seems like, because even in the own the video is about Bangalore, but she like seems like an idiot compared to her brother. <laughs> oh, you talking about the one where she when they first was talking and how? Yeah, um, you talking about yeah, that he very, saved very, her. very first time. Yeah, yeah, and then she was like, "No, I'm gonna turn you into the um, <laughs> IMT." IMC, like, yeah. <laughs> I said, girl, you's a whole idiot. But um, <laughs> yeah, my homie been chilling with his family. He forgot all about Bangalore. Bangalore been playing the games to try to get back to her family and find him. He just been ignoring her. He knew she was in the games. He ain't care. Um, but basically, <laughs> what happened was is somebody because he's not necessarily Newcastle, so he's not the one that lost forty four times or whatever or tried to get into the games forty four times. Newcastle is a as a local hero to his city. Um, he Newcastle though was basically in debt and he was, he was trying to trying to trying to pay off that debt by getting into the games, but he sucked. So he couldn't get into the game. So the mobsters came and they was beating him up or whatever. The, her brother, um, uh, which I can't, why can't I remember his name, but her brother, uh, came and he, was essentially trying to protect them, and at that time they still killed Newcastle, uh, the 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 fake, well not the fake, but the real Newcastle. He took all his gear and basically said, "I'm gonna join them because 
the fake, not the fake, but the real Newcastle sold the city <laughs> that his family lives in to these mobsters. And they basically said they were going to burn it down because they didn't get their money. So he tried to join the games. And like the first time he tried is basically he got in. So that is the backstory of Newcastle and why nobody, why when he was trying and attempting to get in and all this stuff and they was at the party or whatever, uh, she didn't really care for him, Bangalore, but because they basically didn't know it wasn't really his brother. So uh, her brother until the last moment where he finally went in. So I don't think basically in the lore of the game, the people that run the, the games of Apex don't know that it's her brother. They kind of think it's that other guy that's dead. Mm -hmm. They are mm -hmm. both black. So I guess that's why it works. <laughs> 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 if he was white, white guy, you're like, man, that don't make sense, man. But uh yeah. But it was funny because one of the lines he said in the game, uh, while he was getting beat up and everything, he said, Man, it ain't my fault, my teammates suck. <laughs> he basically <laughs> trying to play with his teammates. And that's the man, that's not <laughs> like a real Apex player. <laughs> yeah, it ain't my fault. But yeah, if you go watch that, it's really cool. I liked it. Um but yeah. That is his backstory, and he's coming on May 10th. Um, they're going to do a lot of updates to to Storm to uh, Stormpoint, and they're going to be doing like new drop pods or whatever for looting. I don't know how they all work, but um, essentially they're supposed to give you better. Um, it's kind of like remember. Um, Bloodhound's little hawk arena where you can fight and get loot. Basically, if you go in these pods on Stormpoint and fight and try to and take loot, uh, servitors are going to spawn and you got to kill them to get out. And then that's when you can take the loot and stuff. So that is what it's supposed to be. I'm not 100% sure on that. But that is the gist of what these new pods are going to do. And they're probably going to be making a really massive change to Stormpoint. Hopefully they make it smaller. Hopefully they make it more condensed. Hopefully it's more enjoyable. Because that is going to be the map for the first six days. You know how they always do. And um, I, I really hope I don't have to wait six days to play the game. Because I really don't like Stormpoint. I don't hate it to that point. Mm -hmm. To that degree. But I just don't think it's an enjoyable map. So to be the only map for six days, you know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Like I said, man, said it's trash. Man, I ain't saying it's not trash. I'm not saying it's the worst, but I'm not saying it's the best. It's definitely the worst map in Apex, but it's not the worst map I've ever played in a game. Worst map, worst map I've ever played in a game was, was still going to have to be um, Rust. Uh, <laughs> not Rust, uh, the freaking shipyard one. With the four things, that was a stupid map, but people Shipman. loved it. Shipment, <laughs> yeah, that was a stupid map. I'm just Man, you say. sound crazy. That was a stu it was the stupidest map ever made. Period. Man, that map tight. <laughs> oh my god, uh, it, it was tight it's for one like reason, one reason only. If you got the upper hand, it was the dumbest map ever built. Period. I mean, it's like a one v like a small game mode map. But it was, but you could sometimes have eight v eight match or so a six v six. I think it's six v six. I don't think it's eight v eight. Six v six matches. But that's what they would do on it, and they would sit you there. 
So if that was an intention of the map, it shouldn't have been able to be able to be um, joined in. So I'm just, I'm not I'm not trying to debate Call of Duty's maps because a lot of them did suck, but that map in particular stuck out to me as the worst map I've ever played in a multiplayer shooter, not Stormpoint. So um, yeah, nah, I, <laughs> did I did, did I offend? Am I are you did that did I offend you? Jalen, yeah, is that one of your favorite maps? No, it's just not. It's, I much rather play that map with six v six game mode and play Stormpoint. How it's literally four corners because there's the nothing game, to purpose, it. The purpose of the game is shoot people. In Stormpoint, I'm not shooting nobody. I'm running across the map and hopefully the ring don't get me. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree on that on the shipment. But um, truth be told, I'm ready for some type of difference in this game. I'm hoping that they're going to do something different with... Because uh, they're supposed to have another map, but that pulls a drop in the end of the year. Not to begin, not, not right now. But um, I'm looking forward to their maps. Like, their maps aren't terrible. I just don't, I just don't like Stormpoint, so... Once they make some changes to it, maybe that'd be a better map. Um, but yeah, what we thinking, y'all? You, 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 is that a new main for you, Jalen? Is that not? Is it? It doesn't get no. Does he get no notice? I mean, I definitely try them out, man. That game just they just like put me on storm point, so it don't it don't matter sometimes. <laughs> 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 I mean, what good is the character if I ain't got a map to play on? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I guess, I guess. What you thinking? What you thinking, Josh? I know you like to play with most of the new characters. You thinking his? Yeah, I'm gonna okay? uh, try him out. Um, I think have we had a. No, not in a while. Not yeah. in a while, bro. We had Rampart. Yeah, that's the last one. Is she support or is she the defense? Or do they defense. not? Defense. Well, Newcastle is okay. defense as well, I think. Okay. He's kind of falls in line with Gibraltar. So okay. um, that's Caustic Life. That's Caustic, Rampart, um, Gibraltar, and now him. Okay. I believe. Yeah, I, I like the... Movement and oh, offensive Watson, characters. But no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a yes and a no at the same time. No. But um, it'd be nice to have somebody different in the game. See how it changes things. Um, yeah. Because Gibraltar is already really good. Even Rampart, even though she's not like uh, the most popular, she's still pretty good. Yeah. Great. Um. Yeah, and I think that it, the main thing with like all of the maps and stuff. I feel like I'm hoping that they can just settle on like a easier like playlist thing instead of doing like, oh, you play Olympus all day today and it's not going to come back for another seven hours. Like (laughs) (laughs) that really limits like how we play because honestly, the map kind of determined. I mean, we can win on any map. We can have fun on any map, but some maps are just more frustrating than others like Stormpoint. Uh, I know that they want to change it and improvement, and then and then have people like actually play it. But oh. it, they're, I don't know. At least there should be like two playlists. I don't think that would like mess up the matchmaking too much. But uh, no. but we'll see. Uh, see how it is. Um, launch week is always rough, like you said, because they 
could be seven days on one map. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll we'll check him out. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hopefully I he think don't that's got trash skins he... like Seer. Oh my god, yeah. Oof. I don't like. I don't like. I didn't like Seer's um, skins at all. But Newcastle might. He he seemed to have like a weird, uh, like an interesting look to him. And they can do a lot of stuff with the shield too, so maybe they can do some real like cool skins with that. Um, but yeah, I, I I guess I'm not saying that this is the first black character, but this is the first natively American black character. I think that is the case. Seer is kind of yeah. like Jamaican. I don't know what is he. I don't know. He's from. Uh, I don't know that boy. But... For that boy from New Orleans, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I was gonna say he's from Africa, but they don't live on Earth. But his yeah. family is from like Nigeria or something. Like that. Yeah, it's like it's like the, the, it's, you can tell. So basically, uh, Bangalore was the female character, and now we got now we got here with Newcastle. Representation matters, people. It, it's cool at least. Um, but yeah, uh, now they're gonna have like this beast on the storm point as well um uh that they're gonna have like another location i guess it's like this thing that they killed um i just don't know what it's all about but it's something that they're gonna kind of they they want you to point it's like another point of interest basically so we gonna see man I, I i like how apex does it i just i is there's other stuff that i don't like surrounding apex um game it in itself right now cross progression is really just truly killing it i really just don't want to play um i don't want to start playing because i really like my steam deck i really like apex i want to play it on there but i don't want to start all over and then lose it all because they're not going to combine everything they're basically going to just lose those stats lose what you've done so it's no real point it's like i it's it's forcing me to play in a way where I don't want to, and that kind of that that really makes me mad sometimes. So it's just whatever, though. It's like they gonna work on their own time. They ain't even put 120 FPS in this game. Fortnite, Call of Duty had that junk since launch, so uh, <laughs> they own some trash. But whatever. Anywho, next thing that I wanted to talk about before we you know kind of move into our last segment was the. Um, I don't know if let's see. We can talk about both of them in the same breath. So one, I just started the Halo, um, the Halo actual series, and it's it's pretty interesting. I'm on season two. I mean, I'm, I'm on episode two, and um, right away they're trying to captivate you with a lot of the different things that they're showing and like some of the callbacks to the video game and things like that. It's really cool, um, but. Um, I don't know. I gotta see how it goes. They actually show Master Chief. Somebody's playing Master Chief. They show his face, and it breaks the illusion, but it also brings emotion to the character. So they had to do it. I feel like they had to do it. Um, have you seen or heard about any of the Halo Paramount Plus um series, Josh or Jalen? So I haven't seen it. Uh, I have heard about it. Um, what have you heard, Josh? Uh, so the basic 
Well, the basic plot of the first few episodes, obviously, like the some big events. Mm-hmm. Um, the obviously he take off his helmet. Personally, I don't really care because it's not like actually a big deal. He's, um, but. I, th- I guess if it's not good or if it's not bad or if it doesn't match with the character, then people don't like it. But uh, take off his helmet, uh, fight in the Covenant. I hear that there are a lot of other like humans in the show, which some people like, some people complain about. But I think that has to make sense because in the game, you, there is no story because you're just fighting the Covenant. So having other humans yeah. in the char- in the game in the story is important yeah even in the games where they have like other side characters they're there to actually give it the story like weight or like um a purpose um a bunch of people get naked because <laughs> uh, it's on paramount and what rated r so they gotta spice it up and oh, then man. Nah, somebody got blasted on first episode, bro. They, they oh, lost yeah. both people legs. I was up. like, oh my god, <laughs> bro. Grenades blowing people up, melting people. No, I said, uh, she, she went, they was they was out there just doing a little, little smoky smoke, and then all of a sudden, my man's legs in the air. I said, what's going on here? I, I, I missed a few parts. I had to rewind it, man. I was just eating my sandwich. I ain't even know something happened. <laughs> but it, yeah, um, it's very funny and interesting and like i could see where they really did stuff well and then i could see where they kind of you know not did stuff well but overall i think i need to just watch it as if i was watching some standard television show and i don't have this whole background of information where i'm looking for certain things and making sure everything aligned because uh at the end of the day it's what they kind of want to introduce you to so I, I gotta give them the freedom to kind of do that versus kind of nitpick every little thing that I see wrong. So that's where yeah. I'm at with it with Halo. Jalen, did you see anything I, about it or see like even like the production started or not started or anything like that? Uh, no, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Well, basically, what it is is the Halo show. It's um, it follows Master Chief. He's um. He's on the road. He's on the road again. He's running uh, from certain things. Um, not to spoil anything, but he, it, he's fighting the Covenant, and um, he had a few, few, a few hero moments. But I'm waiting for those big ones to show up. So, um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's gonna as long as they do certain things right in the way where they first introduce the ring and how that works and all that stuff. I think it'll be a cool finish uh, show, and um, obviously the Cortana in there um, being uh, ignoranious as usual, but uh, she in there. But yeah, overall, right now, Halo in that production, I'm giving it, you know, a a solid jump start. You know, they're doing okay. It's keeping my interest. I just want to play, I want to watch the whole thing and kind of see where I stand at the end of it. But I saw something that that they said in episode six was really good. And I wanted to kind of watch it and um, go through there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty excited to finish it up. Um, Probably going to finish it up either tomorrow or or Wednesday. Um, But yeah, looks good. But yeah, also, I'll uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna so say I, was gonna I, I don't know if I was going 
watch it or not one because it it's not canon so that means they're doing their own story which is good because like they want to skip like 12 games and just make an interesting story uh but at the same time it's probably if you go in going to like look for that halo feeling or like oh i want like a story that's like halo reach and it's not that then people gonna hate on it so a lot of people online hating on it but it seems like it's actually like a okay decent sci-fi show but since it's halo people hold it in higher standards than it needs to be but no hopefully um they already said they're doing the second season so you know hopefully it gets better over time and it's something that people actually go back to and like check it out if they liked it uh if it was good um (laughs) you know yeah um yeah i i guess i didn't really care because about the canon stuff i just was like as long as it makes sense um i can play it i can i can watch it because truly um i didn't think the story in the games were good i just thought that master chief was an interesting character so that was the whole you know easy for me to understand easy me to get he got heroic moments that's what y'all sold me on i played a few of the games i was like these are some heroic moments he's having right now i want to see those that's it i don't really care about them following the storyline just the right ways or stuff like that i like to see stuff that i've seen in them in the game or like true to self how the guns are animated and how it looks and the visor and all that stuff that's cool but outside of that i ain't really holding it oh you gotta talk to this person you guys talk to this person or this person came up here after so you can't be talking to him now like i ain't really care about that i'm not the type of guy but i do care about just making sure the character that they're gonna flesh out stuck to some of the cadence of what he was like in the games i don't want him to be um totally different as long as you you know but they have to do something like they have to break some modes because he obviously can't just be a brute that doesn't talk and only says one-liners because he's running the show he's now the main character so yeah we'll see overall i'm interested and i'm going to continue to watch and hopefully the season two doesn't disappoint and if it's green lit i don't know if it got green lit yet for season two but hopefully it doesn't disappoint where I'm like, I can, it, they can miss me. But um, the next thing and just kind of pushing right into it was the Halo Infinite update coming out. Is it tomorrow or Tuesday? I think it's the 5th. Uh, I don't remember. It might be the 5th, but it should be on a Tuesday. That's where they normally do their updates. Well, if it's on Tuesday, then it's thir- the 3rd. And the 5th is Thursday. The 9th. The 10th is the Tuesday. I don't think it's the 10th. I think it's definitely between the 3rd and the 5th or the 6th. So one of these days, sooner than later, we're going to get more content for Halo Infinite, um, which is much needed at this point. Um, It's a pretty dry game. Um, Have you played it since? Um, The last time I played it was during the Ninja event, and it was a while ago. Um, not saying that the game is bad or anything like that. Um, I definitely want to try to get it up and running on the Steam Deck um, in some way. But um, it's it's just that uh, we was doing the same thing over and over. And I can get better at the game because it was actually fun beating people. 
and stuff like that. And it felt, you know, very solid to play. It's just that they really slowed down on actual content and, um, and the whole, um, battle pass gear upgrades and customization was very cumbersome. So I just was like, I wanted to get one set and be done with it because I didn't even want to deal with the whole uniqueness of the customization. But then they kind of dropped something on us that basically they were saying they're going to get, they're going to do away with the armor cores and they're going to allow for you to customize your character exactly how you want. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Josh? Yeah. So, um, I, I haven't played it in a while, but it's not mm -hmm. because like I got bored. It's because I literally did everything other than like just checking in for the weekly reward, which mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I finished the battle pass in like uh, a month or so, and then I finished the campaign. Um, and then their events that they had, they had like three events on rotation. Um, the the samurai one was like the, the longest running one that one i got tired of but i finished everything um the other two are fine they're only like for like a week or two um play a couple matches of like the unique game mode unlock some stuff mm. and that was it so the main thing is that their seasons are too long and that seems to be like they are having issues with like delays and stuff so the first season was when did that game come out november Mm -hmm. and it's just now ending so it's like six months and yeah. their next season is also going to be six months but they're mm -hmm. promising like more variety of content coming out um so who knows i'll still probably finish the battle pass in a month but as long as they come out with like interesting stuff to come back that's good but it need i guess it needs to be more than just what um uh, more armor but yeah. unfortunately, it seems like that's all the game has uh, as far as like unlocks is new armor. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it's still a really fun game. I still like it. It's one of my favorite like FPSs to play. Um, but they got to figure out their actual online service portion of it where it's not actually as interesting, especially compared to other games um even though people might be frustrated with like apex or fortnite or whatever the amount of content that those are giving uh or the amount of variety that they're giving every three months is much higher than what halo has right do you think there's a need for a strong battle like a, a, a battle arena presence right now like, are we are we wrong for comparing them to battle royales, or is that the cadence of what they wanted to strike? Because it's free to play, but it's a real it's, it's it, in heart of hearts it's a battle arena, and it's not a battle royale. Um, so when it comes to battle arena arenas, they tend to have to make or break on the modes, the the things that they kind of have to offer at the beginning but once you put those modes out i guess what is it what what is our expectation for a battle arena versus a battle royale like i i try to i guess i'm trying to figure out the the the, the tone of my requests because obviously they're going to be giving out 
certain things like Forge. They're going to be doing new game modes. They're going to be doing new maps. But would it have been just better for them to create a generic or, you know, the standard Battle Arena package of Halo Infinite multiplayer and put that out versus trying to give this this, this trip feed, you know, service, live service game, you know. Like, what would you... Would you Hmm. It's. I guess it's two questions. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that it being like a arena shooter is necessarily bad because, like, even you know, even Call of Duty, they still have their um, what yeah, Toby Twelve, mm-hmm. NBA, whatever mode. But it's dying. On top of, it is. Uh, I mean, the fact is, uh, Battle Royale is more popular, and more people are going to gravitate to that. More people are going to watch that online. And that's fine. I think that the arena games can exist in like their space and not necessarily like have to worry about Battle Royale. But if they want Battle Royale money and like it's a big AAA game and they trying to, you know, compete with Fortnite, then they have to do more than than the standard uh, arena shooter stuff. Uh, What also hurt Halo specifically is that their content is not coming out fast enough if it's not good enough to justify six month uh waiting period like a six month wait is like destiny and then like at the end of that six months here you go you know a big drop or something like that uh that's gonna get, keep you going for the next six months halo barely has like a month's worth of content that they come out with and then they drip feed it out over six months so that's the number one issue. If they did that in a battle royale, it would still be the same case where it's like Halo doesn't have enough content uh, for the battle royale. But I, I mean, I honestly, I don't know why people feel like battle royale has longevity when realistically it's still like the same thing. Whereas like you jump in the game, you win, you lose, and you jump in the next match. That's the same as the arena shooter, but I guess it's enough variety and stuff like that or it's like a casual match that it doesn't matter as much um yeah yeah whatever they do they just have to do it good and i think that whatever they have right now is not implemented good and that's the main problem and they no, keep talking I about agree. they have a battle royale eventually i don't know if it's gonna be like next year or something but they want to do a battle royale um it still has to be good that's the problem like the, the gameplay is good, but this online service to keep people coming back and spending money or whatever, they gotta figure that out. Yeah. Um I yeah, I, I guess that you're right in that regard. I I just kinda was trying to see if there is there any real distinction between the two. Like is there something that we should be holding this to a certain standard versus the other? But I think because they kind of push themselves into that live service mode. It's now it's provide it's now putting itself on expectations that they can't kind of currently meet, um, and once they kind of start to meet those and start to drop things that are actually um, useful and really interesting to play in like new maps and things like that, I think that's when they kind of get people to come back. Um, I'm definitely going to try the new maps. I'm definitely going to try out the story and kind of see where it kind of what, what it brings to the table. Um, like the actual multiplayer story, not the regular story. Um, but, uh, and see what that kind of, if it, if it like 
provides any unique events often because that's what they said it's going to do it's going to spawn unique events it's going to it's going to create more uh, content for the for people so i'm mm-hmm. interested in seeing how they kind of go what they go what they do from there um i've never seen that kind of implemented in a multiplayer mode it's just like story outside of titanfall trying to do something like that people not liking it um so we'll see we'll see how that kind of goes um I guess Jalen, what's your thoughts on Halo and what 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 could they really do to get you interested, or is it just pretty much a wraps on Halo for you? Uh, you know I don't really know. Um, I mean y'all kind of I might articulate it in a previous episode, and y'all got an idea how I feel about Halo and stuff like that. I mean, I honestly don't really know what they can do to keep the game Halo. But like modernize it more and make it more like appealing for me. But because um, of all my Halo fun is like was within the nostalgia, all the new stuff they did. Like I don't feel like this. I mean, I ain't, I, I played the game with y'all and stuff like that, but I ain't find that game to be like. And I love this game. Like it's just kind of yeah. I don't know. So basically, I don't really know what they could do to make the game like really better. I would be interested in seeing like a Halo Battle Royale kind of which I had talked about and stuff. I don't know what would how they'd go about doing it, what would make it different from other Battle Royales or better for that matter, but um, yeah, I don't, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. As our sense or I, I think my taste for Battle Arenas has diminished a little. Um, not a little, a lot um, over the years. I used to really enjoy the Call of Duties of the world and the the um, Halos. Oh, I I no, actually never Halo. It was always I was a Call of Duty guy, and then um, I didn't switch to much else outside of uh, Battlefield. I went to Battlefield for a little bit, and really those were the top two. What was was there? Is there any other shooters? Then when Titanfall came around. That was my that was that was it for me because I was like, man, this is like so much better <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Uh and I was like, I could play this all day. And then Titanfall 2 came out and it was really good. And I, I think I ended up playing more of uh nah. I ended up playing Call of Duty. I ended up playing more Call of Duty, I think. I don't remember what came out during Titanfall 2, but I think it was something that... I think it was the blackout mode. I don't remember. I think it was that stupid blackout mode where it, for the, the original uh, Battle Royale for uh, Call of Duty. I think that's what we was playing, but I'm not 100% sure. I know Black Ops 3 it took a little bit of my time. I know those specialists with those stupid... Uh, when he dropped those stupid uh, EMPs into the ground or them... Um, with the, the, the slam sticks, whatever he was doing, that jungle was stupid. Uh, the animations were atrocious, but um, I remember playing that game for a little bit. Um, but after a while, man, I don't know, something changed where it just was not interesting. I think the lack of um, the 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 lack of intensity of having one life and you having more more than one life and being able to really just not care about the team and at points you just not care to win and you like most people out here just camping not even playing the objective or whatever and 
it just started gotten to a point where I was like, I'm not really into this, you know, Twitch uh, gaming anymore. I'd rather prefer something slow, instead, you know, methodic and has some like um, underlying, you know, strategy to it. So I think that's when I kind of switched to that's when our Rainbow Six Siege started to hit for us. And um, we started playing other stuff, basically. So I think not only did they, I mean, even if Halo made the perfect game again, I don't think our interest would ever, well, I think me and I want to speak for Jayla for myself, would ever be peaked as much as it was previously um, when it came to a battle arena. I think it'll always be that, that, that feeling of, yeah, it's cool, because that's what I think Halo did. Info, I think Halo Infinite did that. I think it it created the perfect gameplay maps, and uh, the, so that initial three months, that game could have probably hooked um, myself six years ago. But it just can't do it now. But I still enjoy to play it. And over time, as I continue to play that game, I can see that um, there's a lot of care that went into it. And that's what really caused me to say, I would, I would, I can definitely give this my time. So, um, but so you feel it, like it shouldn't the, have took uh... that long because normally it wouldn't. You know, it'd be like a week and I'm like, I'm hooked. But it took like a month and a half for me to be like, okay, now I'm going to play this consistently. And I want to get people to, to join in and play with me because I find it enjoyable, you know. So you feel like it's the um, the large teams and also the the single life that makes the game more appealing? Or like initially for, just get you more like into it? For Battle Royale, absolutely. Um, because it makes it feel like you you only have one life to live and you have to make the right choices and it has a lot more stakes to it right uh, obviously you can just die and go back in but it makes you want to stick you know stay with your team really fight to keep the team alive and it has a lot of that um camaraderie to it where you're uh come on i don't know if i said that right it has a lot of those 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 points in the game where you have to really really sync with your team and kind of have that you know synergy even when it's like trying to revive someone and bring someone back in like that whole revive system you know it, it, it's not new but it's new to that game and how it works it's very unique in that way where you're you know you're kind of fighting a, a battle and that one life you got it's, it's depending on every night not, not everyone else is depending on you that's in the uh, that's on your team to kind of bring them back into the game so absolutely i believe that um when when done right a battle royale um that's why i can't play nothing else apex legends is, is, is top tier for me because it just has so many parts that um are unique to it that allows me to feel comfortable with that game and that game alone. Like yeah, I'm not like gonna play a, uh, <clears throat> Counter Strike or Valorant. No, because well, those games, <laughs> those games are very much so. They they're, they're like strategy, but to me, they are they still fill into that battle arena mode. 
um, in my opinion, it just feels like that because it's not a it's not a true map. It's like a it's like an arena, and um, and I don't know. It just doesn't fit the bill for me. Counter Strike, uh, Valorant, they all just they just fit that quick response, quick timing. Um, that is really truly your biggest goal, your skill, your timing, your ability to shoot and be good at it. Um, I don't have to be a good shooter in Apex. I can literally be someone that's just really good at keeping a team healthy and alive. I could be a Loba. I can sit there and just buff the team. I can give them the stuff they need, give them the ammo they need, give them the, the, the iron sights that they need. Um, I can be the person that just gets away. I could be the person that throws a bunch of grenades. I could be the person that's helping with revives and, and locking down a, a system and locking down a room so that we can stay alive. I can play so many different roles that it's just, it's not to the point where I, these skills are the most important. Obviously, shooting, mobility, movement, if you're really good at that, you're probably going to be one of the top tier players in the game. But to have a good time in the game, you don't got to do none of that. You just have to be able to use your abilities wisely and move with the team. So, um, I think that's what battle royales do. Battle arenas, they make me feel like, um, and Halo does a really good job of masking it. I ain't gonna hold you. Like Halo Infinite makes me feel like I can take on more than one person, um, at times. Um, but you know, most of the time you get, you get on your one, two kill streak, you're going to get pops from somebody coming out the left field. If not, you're probably really good at the game. And, once you're good at the game, I feel like there's nothing else to achieve outside of continuously stomping on people that you're not. Like, Destiny, the only reason that that one really made sense to me to continue to play it constantly is because I was always going in there with new weapons, new gear, new items to kind of play around with and see if they break better than the rest. That was the loop, you know. It wasn't that the game Crucible itself was fun. It was me trying out a bunch of different stuff, going there with the Vex Mental Class, with the plan B with, you know, all those stupid weapons that they have provided you to go in and kill people with. It was that, that was the fun. That was the interesting part. Um, so that uniqueness of having that always be the case when you're jumping into a battle and you're not even, you don't, maybe you don't have the same equipment that you had before. Maybe you have different abilities now, um, that, that, you know, that randomization is really what causes the battle royale to have that replayability. Um, I'm just trying to decipher why I feel like that, why why I play one other than the other. But I'm talking too much. All I'm all I'm here to say is is that Apex Legends probably gonna be the game that I, I gravitate to mostly. Um, I'm hoping for something good to come out really that would help, you know, revitalize the fps shooter in a way that's really fun um halo infinite is the best bet for me right now and i just want them to kind of get better and creative with their modes once the forge drops i'm pretty sure we're going to have some lot of fun in there if we play it but i mean it's it's just community based stuff why wouldn't we you know so that's what i'm waiting on i think that's going to really change their whole you know the whole game for a lot of people is their forge mode. So mm -hmm. 
hopefully it's done well and people can really, you know, have a good time in it. So, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't really have anything else to talk about. We talked about what we needed to, and uh, we talked about and what we didn't, we didn't. So <laughs> it is what it is at this point. Any last words for the people? Um, uh, any any lasting thoughts before we get up out of here? Um, I don't know. Uh, we, I mean, I didn't even touch it really. Um, but Overwatch two, um, I guess coming out soon. <laughs> is and it coming out soon? Truly, the beta is now. Um, or like the invite only beta, and then. It's supposed to come out later this summer. I think. Uh, we'll see if we actually did you get an actual invite. Yeah, I watched it. I haven't um, played it though because uh, I haven't actually because I've been doing homework. But um, I don't think I, got I don't know. Invite. It's I don't know if, how people actually feel about it. I've been seeing good stuff. I've been seeing mixed stuff. A lot of the Overwatch people are are not happy that it's l- less hero shootery and more. Um, they say it is more in line with a like, standard shooter and less like Overwatch, where everybody have like a bunch of unique abilities and stuff because it's 5v5 instead of 6v6. Uh, so we'll see if that makes a difference, if that's better for you or not. Because I know that you weren't really in Overwatch, um, but we'll see. Um, I guess as the game gets closer, yeah, we'll see. Um, that's another one of those polished games uh that that deserves a little bit of time even if you don't like it at the end of the day but overwatch um has always had a cult following and it always has done things well enough for me to even to try it you know and maybe i can get out my mode of just playing with lucio and soldier 76 and play with somebody different i mean mccree was cool too but that was about it um, I, I never ventured out farther than that. So, we'll see. Um, I know there are new characters. One of the one of the one one of them seemed pretty interesting as I was watching that four hours, but didn't get my beta code, which I was annoyed about. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening as always, and we will talk to you guys in the next video. But thanks for watching. Peace.